Everything that I write has to resonate deep within my bones. Every poem has to send a shiver down my spine. I think this is my sort of internal check, my sort of checking in with myself that what I'm writing or saying has something to say. It, it matters. It is sort of has a bite to it that will resonate with other human hearts. This poem is one of the most personal on the album. I was dealing with a lot of pain. I was wrestling with this pain, tossing and turning at night. I, I would wake up in the middle of the night and not be able to get back to sleep for this season. It got so bad that I would get up and literally throw on my running shoes and go on a run. And this would seem to calm me for a while. But night after night, my chest pain just seemed to grow. Now, some of you are thinking right now, we always knew there was something wrong with that guy. So rest assured, I end up going to a therapist and began this process of thinking through, evaluating, diving into some of the early pains of my life and also the later griefs of my life. And it was this process that a therapist said, hey, I'd like you to write a poem about my experience. Isn't that funny, right? And here is the strangest part. I couldn't do it. Week after week, I'd go back to him and I'd say, I've got nothing. And so I learned a lot about myself and the creative process through this. Sometimes when you go through painful events, when you seem stuck, it's hard to write. It's hard to sort of process things that, that sort of stick in your mind. So track number two is, is the first poem I wrote for this album, and it took the longest. It was uh, a breakthrough moment for me a moment where I, I realized that I really wanted to talk about the subject of wounds and wonders. And it was also this personal cathartic moment, this personal healing that I found through writing um, this poem. In this poem, I use this refrain, anxiety woke me. And now the Bowen family systems theory says that anxiety is this automatic response to a threat real or imagined. Now somehow I couldn't sleep. Somehow I felt this anxiety literally building within me. The word anxiety is derived from the word meaning to choke or to cause pain by squeezing. In fact, Anenke is the Greek god of constraint who presided over slavery. So this Greek word, Anenke, was the word used for yokes or rings on the necks of slave. Anxiety woke me, this sort of very visceral, tangible image of being squeezed or being choked. Anxiety, says Peter Steinke, the psychologist and thought leader, can hold us back, take us by the throat, and chain us like a slave. This thinking on anxiety has grown, and uh, thinkers and psychologists have talked to us that prolonged anxiety can deplete energy, it can disturb thinking, it can harm relationships, it can create feelings of helplessness or self-doubt, it can diminish flexibility and creativity. Maybe some of you with Vincent van Gogh have said this, I am troubled by shapeless fears. My God, these anxieties, who can live in the modern world without catching their share of them? Well, I have certainly felt anxiety, and I wonder if uh, some of you also kind of resonate with that same thing. And I, I really wonder if none of us ever really escapes the strangling pain of anxiety. This poem, this poem is written for you. Throughout the season of my life, when I would try to be vulnerable about, about this pain, I would get some usual responses from people 
Some were helpful, some not helpful, but they always sort of left me thinking that there was something deeper I wasn't communicating. So in the poem, I, I try to sum these up in ways that, because there is a truth to each one of these. I say, grief is just love that blisters on the inside, she sighed. I say, bursting pain is the beginning of healing, he consoled. I say, everything that rises must go through the fires of resistance, she insisted. And so even though these were well-meaning responses, there was something going on inside of me that I couldn't fully re- express and that these sh- sort of short ways we respond to people when they're dealing with deep pain did not help. These are the pains that go so deep that easy, quick fix answers won't do. For those of you who know what I'm talking about, the only thing that seems to help is silence and sighs. For those of you that want to help, remember, silence and sighs. I'm thinking here about anyone who's ever lost a child, a parent, a job, a relationship, or a dream. These losses shake the emotional core of our being and create within us this crisis. This is where the rush of anxiety comes, I think, for many of us. I think that part of my anxiety was wondering if I'd ever find hope meaning and purpose again. I was wondering if my tomorrows would be the same as my todays. And that was uh, a harrowing thought for me to handle at the time. The story of my life felt ruptured, like these old tattered rags with no one to sew them together again. And then I, I came across Miriam Greenspan's book, Healing Through the Dark Emotions. In this book, Miriam sh- shares the story of her son, Aaron. After a complicated pregnancy, Miriam held her boy and she finally thought that everything would be okay. But only two months later, he died in her arms. She shares her story and invites anyone who has experienced pain to the mystery of surrender. She writes, My illusions of safety were exposed. My visions and dreams were hollow comforts and empty lies. I wanted so badly to believe they would protect me. But it was clear to me that there was no protection from reality. What would be would be. I did not take this gracefully. In the evening after hospital visiting hours were over, I anguished to friends and a therapist who could do nothing but listen. Slowly, I began to learn about surrender. More than anything I'd ever wanted in my life, I wanted Aaron to live. Yet it seemed to me that Aaron was telling me, daily and in no uncertain terms, that his future was not up to me. Each day it became more and more clear that he was on his own journey. Our love could accompany him and warm him, but not alter the destination. Gradually I became less demanding, less insistent about Aaron's life. I wanted only to be with him for as long as I could. All I had was the present moment in which to be Aaron's mother and to love him. All I had was this present moment. What shimmered to me is the line, I began to learn about surrender. And then all I had was this present moment. Now, I've never been a mother who bore and then lost a son, but these words are helpful for whatever pain we've encountered. When I think about the word surrender, I couldn't help think about death. In my own life, I have had to die so many times to my own expectations, to my own sort of 
hard-nosed idea of the way I hoped the outcome would be. And I'm learning that the wound and wonder of life is that we don't get what we want all the time. I'm learning that I don't get to control life. I'm learning that life is this fragile gift. And sometimes we're called to action. Sometimes we're called to rest. But sometimes we're called to surrender. I end this poem in a moment of surrender as I compare human hearts to stars in their coming and going and they're bursting brilliantly and then they're dying. In my case, my ideas about what my life would become had to die so that something new could be born. In the poem, I say, surrender to the mystery. You are becoming something new. Could this be what St. Paul meant in Galatians chapter 2, verse 20, when he said, I have been crucified with Christ and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Anxiety woke me in the dark hours before morning. Raw wounds, buried fears, and dormant dreams are kindling within me. Sparks smoking, snapping. Anxiety woke me in the dark hours before morning. Why must I carry this branding scar? Grief is just love that blisters on the inside. She sighed. Bursting pain is the beginning of healing. He consoled. Everything rising must go through the fires of resistance. She insisted. Anxiety woke me in the dark hours before morning. My chest a forest fire, burning, churning, smoldering. We are fired into life for the madness that comes from the gods. Plato warned. I couldn't bear the anguish, so I double-knotted my shoes and ran. I erupted with a dragon's fury as fresh air provoked my chest flame. Fumes of pain spewing into the air and within me rising again. Can anything ease this wild fire? I cried. I saw the shimmering stars and my legs stopped pumping. In the mountain sky, the stars quieted me. Speckled across the dark horizon, stars sparkling. The flickering stillness pulled me close. Flying spheres of fire spoke to my aching. Aren't we all burning diamonds passing? I prayed. Distant stars and human hearts, not so different, are they? Thermodynamic, skyrocketing, then fading. In the dark hours before morning, I awoke. Through blazing constellations, could God be saying, 
Planets are made by stars exploding. On the other side of a black hole is a universe expanding. Surrender to the mystery. You are becoming something new. Some fires can only be consumed.